Welcome back to Klingons and Dragons. Go ahead and, and read that off, Captain. I want to know what everybody's drinking first, though. Captain pours himself a drink, and then he writes... Captain's Log, Stardate 48549.6. The Christopher Log has arrived at the research station Epsilon 19, a newly constructed station in place to observe the unusual rapid decay of Osirin the... Osirin? Oh, I got to do this over. How did you say it? <laughs> I just you keep... said Christopher Log. Oh. You did say Christopher Log. It's what? Christopher Pike. <laughs> Are you fucking serious, really? Yeah. <laughs> I have really not had that much, I swear. Okay, we'll do this again. Take two. Um... So, say it again. Ding. Osarin? Osarin? Osarin. All right. All right, here we go. I don't think I want anything to do with Christopher's log. It's Klingon and Dragons. Log Stardate 48549.6. The Christopher Pike has arrived at the research station Epsilon 19, a newly constructed station in place to observe the unusual rapid decay of Osarin, the star for which the system is named. According to Lieutenant Commander Kai, the sun is also emitting high levels of triolic radiation. We've been invited to a formal dinner by the station's chief, Commander Eric Johansson, and as the station is too small for docking, I have assigned Lieutenant Shang to make extensive scans of Osarin uh, and its planets using the ship's sensors while we are away. Hopefully the scans will prove valuable to Starfleet's research in this system. Commander Fox has picked up an unarmed merchant vessel holding near the station, so we may have a very interesting dinner party. Bam, we're bringing the babes. Commander Fox has picked up venereal disease. (laughs) My fifth of the episode. No, this is the episode where he gets the venereal disease. That's the the dinner party. Spoilers. Spoilers. Hmm. It's the dinner party. Commander Fox will be picking up. If this is pre-recorded. It was already aired like Sorry. 1994. So are we role-playing the dinner party? Because that sounds fun. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So you guys beam over to the research station. It's a small space station um, uh, orbiting one of the... Well, not really orbiting. Yeah, I guess orbiting. Orbiting one of the planets uh, in the system. Just kind of a small temporary research facility because they expect the the star to die out within the next uh six to eighteen months and so you beam over this dinner party can i ask do we beam like right at the dinner table so like we'd beam right to our seats like we all like actually i would love to pose like on the uh, <laughs> right on the on the transporter pilot we all look like you're taking a shit cool. and it looks really unusual but then we land right in Everyone our chairs squats we all squat mm. <laughs> i'm, I'm I, right. I was picturing like a charlie's angels thing <laughs> the other one like, you're already- like we'll be shoot pointing pointing finger guns uh no you would you would beam into their um their transporter room what is this Archer, command, Captain Archer days of transporting? Just standard protocol, not beaming right into a room full of people. Yeah, because that never happens, no. That's what our captain has us do. So, um, you guys you guys beaming in the transporter room, and you go down a couple corridors, and you arrive in their, um, you know, what, what serves as a, as a formal dining room. It's just sort of a, sort of a conference, conference room that they've, uh, dressed up for the occasion. Um, there in the room, you see, uh, Commander Johansson, who is a s- slightly, slightly older gentleman, um, of an age with the captain. 
uh, with him is a Bolian female, and you also see there a female Orion. Ooh, psst, psst, Fox, that's her, that's her. <laughs> Where? Point her out again, more, more or less subtly. <laughs> um, and sort of to the, to the fringes of the gathering are uh, a pair of Nausicaan. Oh, Nausicaan. Which you believe are security guards. They're kind of hanging out close to, um, the Orion. Are they playing, uh, dumb jock? No, they're, they're security guards. They're just standing watch. Do they have a dumb jock stick near them? Jesus Christ, no. What, what is that? Like space pool? <laughs> Some game. <laughs> Why would they have a dumb jock stick? It's their, it's their weapon. They're like, um, hell's angels. It's a sex, they stab people in the heart. It's a sex with toy. It. You're all about the angels today already. It's sec, it's the second time. Did I say something about angels earlier? Charlie's angels. Charlie's angels. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are you guys doing? They're evidently looking through Victoria's Secret Angel catalog. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and they're reading X-Men as well. All right. Uh, I'm going to sit down at the at the table and greet our esteemed guests and thank them for meeting us under these terms and say I'm looking forward to dinner um, and ask, what are we having? Do they have a bar? I mean, seriously, do they have a bar? Wait, yeah, are we... So we're just walking in. Sorry, I got... Yeah. Way laid by Jen. Can you can you uh, describe the uh, room to us? Aren't aren't we the guests here? And are we all just standing I mean, around? There, there is, it's, I mean, it's like a conference just room. It's just a dinner table. It's just a conference it's room. It's just a conference room. room. Okay, there's not like yeah, it's a rooms. it's a scientific research station. There's not a portal. <laughs> there's no portal. Pocket portal. And it's it's not like they have a formal you know um, like dining catering or um, um, entertaining facility. It's a it's a sort of uh, utilitarian station, but. Mm. Um, you know, they still have a large conference room that they're using for this purpose. Yeah. Is there a sideboard with canapes and Romulan ale drinks? So probably not Romulan ale. I don't, I think that's uh contraband. Oh, you never know. That's a good night. But, um, there's, there's some other synth ales and, uh, I don't know. So I ask, I ask, um, you know, what are we having this evening? What are going to be the delicacies we'll be enjoying? Um, okay. Let's see. Try to think how the, how, how, commander's voice sounds gravelly yeah a little a little bit gravelly good e- good evening commander uh our our special guest here has has brought us a selection of french wines mm-hmm. from chateau picard which um is a is a special treat <laughs> <laughs> oh my renowned throughout the galaxy we have um new york strip steak and uh, pan seared salmon Ooh, that sounds lovely. A little surf and turf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds good. So, um, why don't you start the conversation? What, how would you like? What, what would you like to discuss this evening? What are your goals for the conversation as it goes forward? Well, Commander, my my goal was simply to welcome you, uh, f- fine officers, and um, and provide this this meal as a way of of thanking you for. Uh, bringing us these these supplies that we need to finish our research here. Excellent. And are you finding everything is in order? Do you have all the supplies you need to continue your research? Um, I believe so. That is a question better answered by my uh, chief scientist here, um, Lenana Mosa. And he gestures to the female Bolian. Um, I love mimosas. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not, down. Down sorry, parts. Wrong. Mimosa. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> It's it's mimosa, not mimosa. My 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 apologies. Different. Same question. Oh, um. Oh, good evening, Commander. 
Um, I'm so glad that, that you, <laughs> Good all, evening. you all agreed. You all agreed to, to dinner with us. We don't, um, we don't get too much, uh, um, the social opportunities here in a, on a science station like this one. Don't get much. You don't say. Don't get, don't get much. That's where you stopped. <laughs> um, so, so she was, she was engaged in, in conversation with a, with a, another, um, nameless person to the other side of her. I'm, I'm sorry. What was your question? So I wanted to make sure that you were getting all the resources that you needed. I mean, we provided you with as much as we can under the specifications you gave us, but I just wanted to ensure that everything is in order. Um, you know, sometimes when you get everything uh, that you asked for, sometimes you realize, ooh, I could need something else. I just wanted to check in on all of that. Uh, I don't. All of that. I don't think so, Commander. We've we've gone through the manifest logs, and uh, I think we have everything we need to finish our um, our our computers and our our scanning equipment, so we can. Uh, I don't, I don't know. See what's see what's going on with this sun. It's such a um, unusual phenomenon for it to be uh, uh, decaying so rapidly, and and the the energy within is just is just uh, sort of draining away into into nowhere. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, you get the impression that that un Un, uninterrupted or as as long as someone is willing to listen this uh the scientist will rattle on about the intricate details of uh astrophysics and uh her other areas of expertise so as fox is talking are you to all cons- are you all a- commander uh, are, well are you at all concerned about uh the triolic radiation that we've been that we've been uh we noticed on our way in are you concerned about the health effects on you and your staff i know that in it's probably we're not probably not going to be here long enough to worry about it, but uh, how are you taking precautions to prevent that from having a negative effect? Um, Pat's kind of cutting in and out a little bit, but I think I got most of that. Oh, oh no, um, uh, uh, good, good Ferengi. Our our station's shields are are more than adequate to to shield us from the radiation at this distance from from the star. If we were much closer, it might be more of a concern, but for the for the short amount of time that we'll be here, and again at this distance with with our shields, uh, we'll be fine. Have you gotten any readings thus far? I know it's pretty early yet and preliminary, but given what you've been able to do in the meager time that you've had, have you gotten any insight yet? Um, we've just been able to do a preliminary scans without the the um, the last of the computer equipment that that you all brought, but um, it seems that uh, the 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 Osaran sun is is dying out, um, but m- much faster than a than a star of this size should be. Um, the rate of decay has been inc- increasing exponentially over the past millennia or so, um, but it seems to have accelerated even more in the past year. Intriguing. Um, hey, G- I, we 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 expect it will collapse in probably the next six to twelve months. What do you think is causing uh, this this rapid decay? Well, that's that's what we're trying to find out. Hey, um, GM, I, can I get a feel of the room? Like, what's people's demeanor? How are they feeling? Are they anxious? Are they excited? Are they nervous? Are they what's their feelings? Um, f- pretty pretty cordial. Um, okay. any uh, okay, any. Males in the room, human human males are are um, drawn to the Orion in the room from the pheromones. Um, yeah, they are. I mean, are they are they are they all comfortable? No, no one feels know. like I, I can read that, right? I, I, I don't read know that. Like, if there's someone thinking, you know, I got to get the bomb in the car, the and I got to get that over there. Mm, well, the um the the Nausicans seem to be on high alert, but also 
generally guarded. Um, you, you can't really, uh, penetrate too deeply into their, uh, motivations. Um, the, uh, the Orion similarly seems, um, you know, a little, a little bit self-focused, but you can't really get a more specific reading than that. Um, the commander is, is generally focused on the Orion. She's, she's sitting next to him and, and kind of, uh, you know, flirting with him a little bit. Um, and you picked up just a trace of, um, recognition connection between the commander and Captain Keenar. Am I, I'm sitting next to him. Yes. You guys know each other on, on his other side. Yes. On his other side. Got a history. Mm-hmm. Because I want to lean over and talk to him and ask him what he knows about this unarmed vessel off the, off the port of off, the off space the station. Dock to the station. Um, yeah. Okay. Now I've already forgotten how I did his voice. Kind of gravelly. Because everything's gravelly. Yeah. My brain's gravelly. Well, well, Captain Kinar, it's, um, the ship of our lovely guest here, uh, Miss Paja Tajenko. Yeah, very nice. My voices are going to end up sounding the same. She was kind enough to, uh, stop by and, and brought these, these lovely gifts. The, the wine, as I mentioned before. And, um, she tells me, uh, th- there's also, a, a a package of Delvin fluff pastries for dessert. Hmm, I'm trying to cut back. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you describe her to me again, the Orion? Um, she's green and beautiful. I don't know. What do you What do you mean? Okay, I don't know. I just that's good enough. Pat needs two minutes. That <laughs> sorry, that is good enough. I just wanted to uh, get a get a feeling of of who she was. I think I missed part of that. So, okay, who else? What? Uh, and Elkai, what are you, what are you doing? Who are you talk to? Uh, <clears throat> I'm doing this right here. I'm going to send you a thing so you, nobody else can know what I'm doing. In a second. Uh, Sorry, I'm hurrying. Self-destructing the pike. <laughs> right. Do do go 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 go. Put it in group me. Oh, uh, why didn't you? I'm doing that right there. I closed. I closed group me. You could have messaged me in Discord. There's like there's like 16 different media things. I know. That's why I shut the other ones down. <laughs> no, we have to use them all. That was like you held up the whole thing so you could send me this gif. Okay. <laughs> of of young Professor Xavier. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing right now. Um Okay. What uh I'm I'm monitoring everyone's conversations at the same time. Okay. So you're not you're not talking, you're just s- slowly eating, feigning to eat while you while you hyper, while I hold hold my temple, hyper focused and with, with your hands to your temple and s- and sweat a lot and, and sweating and sweat a lot <laughs> in a in a super subtle way. Yes, and I also have a, a yellow and a blue outfit on. Okay, what you're, you're not you're out of uniform. Yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're going in the brigs and it's my casual wear. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm in I'm in uniform, but I am. That's what I am doing is is I am sitting just, there just observing quietly eating, but kind of keeping my mind open in case somebody like there is an alert or somebody says something off that I can catch on to and listening in on conversations. The captain likes me to okay. Eavesdrop. So I asked the I asked the head scientist. So is there any way to harness these triolic uh, radiation waves? As an energy source, uh, or to use them to store the energy created by them, um, and harness that for, uh, future use. Oh, oh, I, I suppose anything's possible, uh, you know, for, for the sake of profit, as you Ferengi like to say. Um, 
she she's trending toward Canadian. I'm not sure how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> a boat. Um, a boat. <laughs> uh, but but we, uh, we certainly don't know yet at this point. Um, we're just just studying it so far. How long do we think the scans will take? Are, I don't know if you're with us or Ryan. It'll take a long time. Is that? Are you asking out of character or? It doesn't. It, I guess it doesn't matter. I'm just, no, I'm asking in character. Um, well, we we plan on staying here as long as it's uh, safe to do so, um, or or until you know we think there's there's nothing left to learn. Though I I don't think that ever happens, really. Um, like I said, we we expect the sun to collapse within the next six to twelve months. So uh, at at that point, we should get a lot of information, and you know maybe maybe not so much after that, and we'll. Uh, disassemble the station and 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 move on. Do you plan to be here when the sun collapses? Uh, so far, yeah, because the because the energy in the sun is is disappearing instead of um the way that a that a sun normally operates. We don't expect it to go supernova. It it should just uh you know collapse in on itself and die out. So, is there anything else we can do to help you uh study what's happening here? Well, I I heard that your ship is um is going around and, and making some more scans using using their sensors and that information should be helpful to us um you know of course we wouldn't mind having the resources of a starship here full time but of course that's a that's a little bit of a frivolous use of starfleet resources i'll tell you what a frivolous use of resources is <laughs> out of character um i'm to to the team What's our goal here? What are we trying to achieve? Because I feel like we're asking a lot of probing questions, and I, I've not tugged on any string that gives me yet a, a real direction. So, so what are we what are we trying to achieve here? I feel like we're giving them everything they need in terms of the resources. We're happy to help. We've asked them their motivations. Yeah, I agree. I'm feeling the same thing. Yeah. So, like, what 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 are we missing here? What are we what are we trying to do in terms of it feels like it feels like we've completed our job. Like these scient these scientists seem happy, and I, I have not detected any ulterior motives. There is the, obviously the the weird ship that's there. Do we need about, to probe that? We're about ready to sign off and just say like, "All right, see you guys later. Take it easy. You're cool. Yeah, we're done." <laughs> this is when the ship would start shaking, and we're like, "Well, something just happened. Let's all run to the game." Roller. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think Captain Kanar needs to talk to his commander friend. This is this is the because clearly they knew each other. This is the routine uh, mapping expedition. And uh, okay, so as as the rest of you are are engaged in conversation, um, you overhear um, Paja, the 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 Orion, um, speaking to the captain as she sort of softly lays a few fingers on his forearm and um, says that uh, um, let's see. Well, my ship was damaged in an ion storm, and um, this was the closest station we could find uh, to 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 come and make repairs. So, talking to me? Com- no, she's talking. Sorry, did, if I said captain, she's talking to the station commander, uh, Johansson. So, okay. Um, it it would be lovely if if we could make use of of some of your your facilities, particularly recreation. Uh, my vessel is is very small, and it's and it's sort of cramped quarters. Um, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I focus I changed my focus right onto that conversation. Okay, so um she's she's basically asking the commander for, you know, access to their resources and the Orion race and the Orion syndicate the organization are not particularly friendly to the Federation. So, um you 
sort of know, uh, not, not quite instinctually that you probably don't want to give a crew of Orions and Noskins like free range to, uh, a Starfleet. Even, even though it's just a science facility, there's not a lot of like weapon technology or anything in that. There is a lot of Starfleet and Federation technology that should be, um, protected. Sure. I speak up and I say, we, we'd probably be happy to accommodate you. I understand your need of resources, but as you understand, and as is protocol here at the spaceship, before we can allow you full reign of the spaceship, um, or the space station, it requires we do a full sweep of your spaceship to make sure that you're not harboring any inorganic, organic material that might you know, cause any harm to people. So if you will be willing to subject your ship to a full search as a, you know, is customary whenever we allow someone full reign of the station, we can accommodate. And when he says inspector ship, what do you mean? I mean, your, I mean your vagina. Well, I'm just surprised. <laughs> I'm just surprised that the commander of a starship is offering to give free reign to the space station of which he has no authority over. Instead of the commander, of no, I have not. I've not. I've not said that. I've not said it's going to happen. No, no. I've just said. I'm telling. I'm just relaying protocol. I, I basically put myself in a position where I'm asking to examine and investigate their ship. We could. We could make up whatever bullshit we want to say. Up oh, doesn't meet code. I'm just looking for a reason to go onto their ship and examine what the fuck is up. And that's why you're on my ship, making shit up. I love it. Clearly, it's a health and safety inspection. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you... Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying, a safety inspection. Before we can even entertain this idea, that's what we need to have. Um, okay, uh, as, as you, as you say that, sort of, sort of, um, interject yourself into this, into this conversation, the, the station commander, uh, bristles a little bit, and, and Alkai can sense, um, a sort of indignance and, and a little bit of, um, a little bit of resentment. You get the impression that, uh, Probably the, the relationship such as it is between, uh, Johansson and Akinar is not, um, completely amicable. Mm. I jilted him. Can you say that again? You, ch- I wanted to hear um, that, but you, you cut out. It's not and, amicable between whom? Not, not completely amicable, no. Between whom? I'm sorry. Uh, between, uh, yeah. yeah, between, the, and, between and the commander and our captain and their captain. Oh, oh, oh. Um, they don't like me speaking up uh, with an idea. I know. Right, right. But we're the one. But you're, uh, you know, we can't have NPCs interact with NPCs. So I'm just trying to jump in. And we're and we have all the weapons. <laughs> we will blow them out. Um, we have all the weapons. I uh, right. Okay. I'm still. I'm paying attention. I'm being very careful of that that relationship with those two. If they, if the other guy, the commander, gets uh, yeah, he he doesn't. So what you're saying is, I put my arm around him. He's not going to be happy. <laughs> I mean, he's not hostile to you, but um, basically the 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 backstory there, because this is something you would know out of character, is he was uh, um in your class at Starfleet Academy, um, and you had at various times a little bit of a a friendly rivalry as as you know. Uh, university classmates do. Um, and he's probably a little bit resentful of you, um, achieving a full captain commission while he is still at the rank of commander in charge of a very remote science outpost. Also known as the ass end of space. Uh, he, he, and I probably pranked him too. <laughs> and he is, um, he's also being subtly seduced by, by the Orion. Mm hmm. 
as as happens. So so I need to end up with the Orion at the end of the night because you know got it. <laughs> um, and so he says, uh, Commander, I I believe that we can. I, I I appreciate very much you you bringing us well needed supplies, but I think we can handle um our security concerns here. Um, I don't I don't think a full search of of the captain's ship is necessary. Um, but if if it will allay your concerns, you are more than willing to contact your ship and have them uh, scan the vessel. I don't I don't see any problem with that. And and. Paja chimes in like, certainly, of course. Uh, that seems like something that that uh, Andal Kai would be doing, is it? Or would that be me that would normally be doing that? I'm the engineer. Yeah. Well, I think uh, yeah, we should pro offer, right? Because now I've learned we need, we, we don't want to step on the the station manager's toes. Right. Right. What What is Johansson's first name? Do we know that? Eric. Eric. Oh yeah, Scarlet. Scarlet. So I can uh, I can apologize for my my lieutenant commander. So Eric, I, you know. He's trying to do the right thing here. I don't want you to take any offense to that. So, uh, we will have one of our people go and scan the ship and, and then everything will be great and we'll have a nice party tonight. And is everybody seated now? This is out of character. Is everybody seated? Yeah. You're all sitting around a table. So when's the, when are we getting the main course here? Let's move this along. I mean, you've, you've been eating oh. throughout. It's interspersed conversation. So when's dessert? Um, so is one of you, is one of you going to step away and contact the ship? Yeah, I can. What am I supposed to say, guys? Uh, to scan the ship for... Uh, anomalies. Anomalies and weapons and... Uh, forms. Just, yeah, do a, do a thorough sweep of the, of the ship for that kind of thing. Any kind of beams coming out of it, you know, that kind The of whole shebang. Do a whole full-on scan. Right. Yes. That. Penises. Got it. Phallic symbols. Got it, Captain. Okay. All right. Go back over to the ship. And I'm going to give them orders to do precisely that. Okay. While he's doing that, um, the chief scientist uh, um, leans over to um, the the rest of you that are sitting near her, um, which would probably be the commander and and um, Bjorn at the very least, mm-hmm. and says, um, um, "If you if you'd like, I'd be more than happy to give you a tour of our science facilities. They're really c- quite impressive, and they they should be." Um, nearly completely set up by the time uh, uh, we're done with our meal here. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, excellent. I'll, excellent. I'll probably stay here and catch up with Eric. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, th- that's not necessary, Captain. I have I have work to get back to, um, but but I, I would ve- very much like for you to avail yourself of, um, of um, the doctor's facilities. Um, I guess avail is not the, quite the right the way to say that, but... Um, <laughs> Is she cute? I, I, I think you'll find them, them quite impressive. Um, you get the sense that he's, you know, trying to, trying to play up his, his role here with a little bit of, um, insecurity. Very well. I, I will, uh, take a look at the facilities. Thank you. Okay. So, um, and Al-Kai contacts the ship and, um, do you guys have, can one of you roll, uh, Lieutenant Zhang? You should have. She's in supporting characters. Zhang. Yeah, I can. Oh, you got her up. Okay. So what do you want me to roll? Um, it should be reason and science. Um, and it's assisted by the ship, but I can roll for the ship. I really should have one. Oh, we actually are doing some rolling. Cool. I, uh, there, I have to look at my character sheet. Okay. Sorry. What, what did you say that you want me to roll? Uh, reason and science. 
Reason and Science. Reason and Science. I want to. Uh, I pull the. I pull the captain aside and remind him and of it's a rule of acquisition. Um, rule of acquisition number forty-eight. <laughs> number forty-eight. The bigger the smile, the sharper the knife. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Very, very, very wise, Bjorn. And number ninety-four as well. Yes, number ninety-four. Females and finances don't mix. Oh. So be careful of that, Orion. Does he make this shit up, or is he actually looking at like actual rules of acquisition? He he has it memorized. He's got it memorized. Pat memorizes sure, all of it. I'm this. sure he has a reference. I do not have it memorized. I have it up in front of me. Right. Jesus. It's, all, I will all, say it's one of my favorite parts of the show. All Ferengi from primary school are taught to memorize the rules of acquisition. That is true. The other thing you have to you have to remember is one of the higher rules of acquisition, which I don't remember, is if no rule of acquisition applies, make one up. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Okay, so that was a difficulty check two, um, uh, and the ship assisted with one, so you gain one momentum. Um, as as you're scanning the ship, you see um, just a handful of um, of Orion life signs. You presume the rest of the rest of the crew and um, and some cargo. What looks like some kind of organic material, either food or or medicine of com- some kind. You can you don't see anything that triggers any um, any kind of contraband flags. Um, but you also you also don't see any extensive damage. That would um, that would corroborate uh, Cap um, Paja's story about uh, being damaged in an ion storm. So we didn't see anything negative, but we think she's lying about the ion storm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good information. So what do we do about it? Can we? Um, hey, can, do we? Does anyone uh, have it? So remind me again: Is anyone with us that is watching us from her crew? Um, well, she has she has a pair. Nausicaan yeah, team? she has a pair of Nausicaan security guards. Right. So I guess what I'm getting at is, is there a way to <laughs> go Batman on this and put some sort of like microphone or tracking device somewhere hidden here? So if she and her crew come back to discuss nefarious plans, we could pick it up. Hmm. We could leave a tricorder running. Yeah. That's, that's a funny thing about Star Trek that they don't have like any kind of security cameras or even though everybody has communicators that the computer's listening to all the time whenever they do like detective stories they're just like following clues as if it's the 90s it's kind of funny um yeah, just an idea just an idea it was my it was my i just i mean it was my idea to come over here so i feel like i want to find something you know yeah i mean you'd have to yeah you'd have to i mean you'd have to find a way to to do that i mean you could probably um you know put a Oh, man, I'm, I guess I'm helping you along with this, but yeah, I mean, it's my idea. Uh, yeah, put a tricorder on mute on silent mode and like sort of, sort of leave. Yeah, it under I like the that idea. Is that okay, everybody? Yeah. When, um, oops, oops, my tricorder. Yeah. When the rest of you, when set, the rest of you set leave. it on, set on overload to explode if it, something goes wrong. Yeah, that's a little um, more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bomb. Like, just it, I don't think it's. Hey, good. how do you know you can't set it that way? How do you know? I mean, uh, I'm not data. It would just like short out and smoke. It's not a phaser. I don't. You know what? You know what? If you just reroute it through the deflector dish, it can do it. 
you can't reroute everything to the deflector. Just it's like, oh, oh, my costume is dirty. I re, I re, I rerouted to the deflector dish, and I've cleaned it. Like that doesn't. <laughs> yes, you can. Have you not watched the shows? It's, it's the Star Trek equivalent you of um, prestidigitation, and then right? and then wire it with a tachyon pulse every episode. Right, wire it with a tachyon pulse. Tachyon. Oh, a tachyon pulse. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Avada Kedavra. My character sheets are totally effed up now. Okay. Um, so, uh, Commander Fox, let's see. You want to make a control and... Baby with the Orion. Oh, wait, what? Control and engineering, let's say. What is what is he doing? Uh, just give me a second. Control and engineering. I just need to make it larger. Give me a moment. Oh, on that thing. That's what she said. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Control and engineering. Uh, just is it one or two? You roll two. Uh, we'll call it difficulty one. Uh, so I still hit two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you always start with two. My favorite part of this game is how we have to relearn how to roll dice every time because we don't <laughs> every time. I apologize. Yeah, did it right. We play like once every six weeks, and I pass. Right. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Yep. Okay, so you 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 pull out your uh your tricorder and tap a couple keys like um that episode of Next Generation where Picard turns into a a little boy and uh you, so you use it w- without looking at it, right? That's that's my point. You t- without looking and um sort of affix it to the underside of the table. It's not making any noise, but it's it's still listening in. Um is there anything else you guys want to do conversationally in this in this scene so who's still in the room um so when when she finished eating the chief scientist uh excused herself um i i I should go down to the lab and make sure that uh that everything is is all is all spick and span for you when you when you come down to look i don't you know i want everything to look its best so if you if you give me about oh 15 20 minutes um and and then come down to uh it's it's deck seven and uh, and I can show you around. I, I'm sure you'll 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 enjoy it. That sounds good to me. And and she enters the turbo lift with a couple of um uh, a handful of scientists who were also at the dinner, um kind of kind of keeping quiet, talking amongst themselves. And they exit the scene. So um at this point, it's pretty much just you four, uh the commander of the Orion and her guards, and there's maybe one or two uh, uh crewmen. Standing off to the periphery. Anything? I'm ready to go down to the lab. Anybody? I mean, I got us here. I don't know what else you want me to do. Right. <laughs> okay, so um the 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 commander is um is is going to is going to allow uh the Orion crew limited access to the station. Um no more than no more than three or four at a time. Okay. Um under supervision by his by his crewmen. Smart. I would do that too. Uh, nothing too. Uh, nothing too too crazy there. Okay. Um, so that is the scene. You keep saying just remember, and you break up. Oh, just remember, this is my idea. Don't fuck it up. Got it. If Pat starts a sentence with "just remember," he's obviously going to quote a rule of acquisition. <laughs> just remember. I just want to remind people of the uh, uh, rule of acquisition that probably applies here, which is. Rule of acquisition number 111, treat people in your debt like family, exploit them, 
Uh, and I think that the entire crew of the station is in our debt. So I just wonder what kind of umox that, uh, that Orion gives. What kind of umox? <laughs> there, there's not a, there's not a full reference to the rules, is there? Cause it's just, it's just the ones that they used in the show, which I'm sure they didn't actually use 200 or some different ones. I mean, as, yeah, it's not a full reference. Yeah. As, as you've proven in our, in our games, there are several that apply to, Almost any you you use the same ones over and over. Yeah, some of them are better. Some of them are not really terribly useful. They apply like wives serve, brothers inherit. Uh, I'm not sure when I'd use that. When we come up with family of people that never have sex with the boss's sister, I think that's good advice. (laughs) Every once in a while, declare peace. It confuses the hell out of your enemies. That actually could work in some places. I'm pretty sure that's from Sun Tzu. Probably. A lot of these are probably from other places. <laughs> he's, he's mixing up the... No, the, that's rule of acquisition number 76. The art of war with the rules of acquisition. There are some that are unnumbered that are unofficial. Uh, as you you excuse yourselves from dinner, um, the, the uh, station commander goes back to his command deck, um, and the uh, Orion Paja and her, her guards go back toward the... Uh, Toward the docking ring, um, and the four of you enter the turbo lift to go down and um, check out the check out the science labs. Do have to have a little tour. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh man, I totally want to check that out. Mimosa, here we come. With dinner over, you have been invited to tour the station's labs and facilities with Doctor Mosa. Liana Mosa. It's Mimosa. Liana Mosa. You're in turbo lift when suddenly the lift screeches to a halt. <laughs> plummets several floors before the emergency brakes kick in and stop your fall. Uh, lights fi- flicker and then go dark for a moment before um, the emergency lighting kicks in. Moments later, the shaft shudders and the turbo lift drops just a little bit further. Uh, something above you has just exploded. Whoa! Whoa! Good evening, listener. Dennis Rogers here. This has been Klingons and Dragons, Episode 9, Part 1 of the Star Trek Adventure scenario, Fading Sun, by Ian Lemke. Special thanks, as always, to The Front Porch, Geek Scholars Movie News, and Modifius Entertainment. If you have questions or comments on the show, you can check out our website, KlingonsAndDragons.com. We've got contact forms over there, social media stuff. Or you can just email us, KlingonsAndDragons at gmail.com. Uh, you can check out the show and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, if you leave us a review, we appreciate that. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Did I lose everybody now? Sorry, I can't hear you, Chris. All right. Can we hear you? We can hear him. Can you hear us? You hear us? Can you hear me? I can hear you again. Sorry. Okay. Ah, there you go. We, we all heard you. Fine. I'm back. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what that was about. It just went away. Like I hear it happens more and more as you get older. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> oh, burn. Can't see the screen. I'm like two inches <laughs> away from it. And... <laughs> good. You got everything at like 36 point font. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's about 17, but. No, they have to be at least 18. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Totally was 18.